Hey guys, it's Crystal. And Alita. And today we will be discussing the movie Mr. Right. But first, let's check in. Let's see, let's see what we're up to. Alita, what have you been reading lately? So I'm fixing to go to the beach. Mm. And I've got about seven books to read <laughs> while I'm at the beach. Because I will come back looking as Casper White as I left. <laughs> I will not be on the beach until like the late afternoon. Yeah. Anyways, my goal is to, like, rest and read. Yeah. So, I've got, like, about seven books to read. But lately, I have been reading, and this may make a little mini episode soon, some of the Atticus poetry. Mm. Something else I do want to mention that it's not it's not a book, but I've been listening to a couple of podcasts that are interesting. Oh, cool. So, again, I'm a crime fanatic. I like My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. The girls are extremely chatty and foul-mouthed. So if you listen to it, I was gonna just say, go ahead and expect it. Right up our alley. <laughs> exactly. It's right up our alley. Yeah. But like, I don't want any emails about how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> but also, because of that podcast, I found another one too that's super interesting. And it's really regarding minorities in the South, like mm-hmm. crimes against minorities in the South. Mm-hmm. And so they're a little more newsy, a little more factual. Right. They kind of stick straight to the facts. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting and it's called the fall line the fall line mm-hmm. okay i will have to check that out going back to your atticus po- yeah, atticus poetry yeah. he's on instagram he is okay he yeah. is and he typically will post like section of like a little poem mm-hmm. a day but i didn't realize that was also how his books were set up so i had ordered two of his books and Really, there is only just a segment of a poem mm-hmm. on each page. There's oh. a lot of photography in there as well. Oh, by so, the author? I'm not really sure, but okay. it's gorgeous. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's, it is absolutely gorgeous. So that's really what I've been kind of gearing myself up for the beach with. Right. Yeah. Getting ready for it. Yes. Well, I'll definitely have to check out the fall line and more into the Atticus poetry. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. So have you been reading anything or listening to I anything? I have been reading puppy books. <laughs> Just got a new puppy. You might hear the the clicking of nails on the floor. Uh, so I've been into, I've really been into The Art of Raising a Puppy by uh, the monks of New Skeet. It's like this group in, it's a monastery in Upper State New York where they raised German shepherds and they wrote a couple books on how to be your dog's best friend and the art of raising a puppy. So That's really cool, actually. It's actually, they're actually really good books. I mean, of course, a lot of it has to do with puppy training and training your dog and stuff. But if you are, a you know, if you have a new puppy or if you just want to learn more about your dog, I, I would recommend those books. Those are, those are excellent books. As far as listening, I really haven't checked out any more new podcasts because I've just been kind of, I don't know, like I've, I've been listening to a podcast on Luminary called Metaphysical Milkshake with Rain Wilson. Yes, Rain Wilson. It is an as a, Raza, oh gosh, I can't remember his name now. I apologize. But it's so enlightening and it makes me think and they cover some very serious topics, but they also add humor in there. Of course. So I've been listening to them, but I do think you have to pay for a subscription to Luminary. I think I did the yearly subscription just because you get it over at one time. So I've been listening to that. And of course, like I listen to NPR most every morning because I just like to get a little dose of news. 
because the news is so depressing and sometimes you have to check out because of all the things that are going on right now. But I listened to the NPR Up First podcast. Mm -hmm. It's like really short, 14, 15 minute segments. And also Crime Junkies. That's just like my go-to. It's a go-to. Yeah. And watching like there's a new series called Hightown I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before I feel like I've seen maybe previews for it yeah I think it's on stars and it's Provincetown it's like close to Cape Cod and I guess it's like a super big party slash drag town like kind of like Key West but you know like northeast and it follows this this woman who works for the Fish and Wildlife Commission and she's a partier. She she goes into rehab. She's doing a case on this girl that they found um, that had been killed. And it's just like a really interesting show. We haven't, we kind of got off track because we watched this whole long series on the Roosevelts okay. on PBS. Yeah. It was really good too. We learned a lot about Franklin, uh, FDR, and Eleanor Roosevelt, and Teddy Roosevelt too. That was a really interesting series. It's just the episodes are two hours long. Oh, so wow. you have to be really yeah. invested to to watch that. I feel like I just rambled a bunch of stuff and I'm sorry. No, okay. no, that's interesting. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I may have to check those out. Yeah. So I I do have a funny story for you guys. The show that I've been watching lately, and I've just started it, so I'm just getting into it, was the new Netflix um, series, it's Sweet Magnolias. Mm -hmm. It's got Joanna Garcia and two other very familiar faces. I just Mm -hmm. can't place them. Mm -hmm. But it's it's pretty good so far. Yeah. And that's on Netflix, you said? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Funny story, and... I feel like I feel like we did cover it in the podcast, but maybe I didn't in all of my Facebook posts about Yellowstone. But you know, like I wasn't thinking, oh, certain scenes in Yellowstone might offend some people. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so you guys, I got like a text message during the marathon that was on Paramount. It's from a lady from church, and she was like this show has a lot of rough characters. And y'all, immediately, I was, like, defensive of my characters. I'm like, oh, but Beth is great, and yeah. Beth is, like, super handsome. And, I'm um... sorry. <laughs> my foot's getting attacked. I'm sorry, new puppy. <laughs> Anyways, she's now hooked, so it wasn't a bad thing. It was just really funny. She had messaged me, and I thought, oh, no, here yeah, we go. I guess maybe we didn't cover that in depth but I mean we just kind of maybe we just kind of assumed that it was going to be obvious that yeah there's some there's some rough parts in the show and you know there's some scandalous scenes yes (laughs) it was just funny I was like oh crap here (laughs) Here it comes comes. no she loves it I think just as a rule from now on you know just assume that most of the stuff that we like (laughs) is going to be you know there's going to be a lot of bad language. There's going to be some sex. There's going to be some violence. Like it's like just, it's like we like what we like. Yeah, you know we can't help it. So that leading into Mr. Right, I know, right? <laughs> oh, so this is you know when we were watching it, I, I had forgotten that it was more of an action film. It really is. There's so much action in it, but it's also like a chick flick a too. A chick flick too because it's funny and and. They, um, Anna Kendrick, I'm sorry, he keeps biting your toes. <laughs> He's like, they're just so tasty. <laughs> but yeah, it would kind of fit for 
any girls who like action movies. Mm -hmm. Like, it kind of is the best of both worlds. And it's also a comedy. It is. Yes. (laughs) It's like three genres rolled into one. I know. And I just love it. Yeah. So if you listen to our uh, Sleeping With Other People episode, it's a sleepy, sexy movie. It is. (laughs) It is. And I've seen Sam Rockwell in other other movies, and I'm like not necessarily a big fan of his, but in this movie, you see him in a whole different light, and you're like, he's super sexy, actually. He's rocking that three-piece suit. Like, when he has the vest on. His little dance moves and everything. I'm like, oh, he's so handsome. Yeah, I've got in my notes, love Sam Rockwell's dance moves. (laughs) And then also, Anna Kendrick's moves are just crazy. (laughs) And she is so quirky in this movie. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious in this movie. I did write down some quotes that I I want to talk about. I did too, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the actors. So you mentioned Sam Rockwell. Yes, he plays Francis in this movie. Mm -hmm. And he was also Vic in F is for Family. He was Dixon in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Which is a great movie. It's a great movie. Who were we talking about that was in that movie? I do not remember. I feel like we were just talking we about... We were. I think and we were talking about Sam Rockwell, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And I had just seen this movie uh, maybe a month or two ago, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. It's so, so good. So good. Mm-hmm. He was also in The Best of Enemies. He was in Vice. Blue, Blue Iguana. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit yet? I have not, but it looks super cute. It is so good. Like, we didn't know what to expect, but it's so good. It's a movie, I mean, you'll laugh, you'll cry, and it's just really good. Played an excellent character in that movie. I'll have to watch that. Mm -hmm. He was in The Dark of Night, Poltergeist, and The Trolls World Tour. I haven't seen Trolls yet. (laughs) No, I haven't either. But Anna Kendrick also had her voice in this, too. she was in Trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have to watch the Troll movies. I think she was the voice of Poppy. Oh, okay, gotcha. Anna Kendrick was also in this movie. She Mm -hmm. played Martha. Super quirky, Mm -hmm. and you just love her. So she, like I said, was also in Trolls World Tour as Poppy. Mm -hmm. And then she was in Pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3, which I loved her in. I loved Pitch Perfect. The first Pitch Perfect was the best Pitch Perfect. It was. Yeah, it was. It was just incredible. (laughs) She was also in A Simple Favor, which I still want to see. Oh my gosh, you've got to see that movie. Wow, that was like really loud. I'm sorry. No, it's completely fine. But that is such a good movie. I saw the previews for it and, and immediately I was like, oh, I've got to see this movie. And then I saw it again not too long ago. I saw the previews on something and I was like oh I've got to see this movie and Blake Lively I've never really I never watched Gossip Girl and I don't know anything about Gossip Girl so I don't know her character but she played such a different type of role than I'm used to seeing she was so just deceptive and cruel and cold but then she was like super hot and (laughs) just like horrible likable character yeah (laughs) i'm gonna have to see that anna kendrick was also in the twilight saga which i had completely forgotten about i think that was like one of her break i guess that was her breakout role i think so movies that got her out there Yeah. yeah so she was also in what to expect when you're expecting mike and dave need wedding dates She's also in The Accountant with Ben Affleck. That is a good action movie, too. And it's much more serious. Like, it's not really... I think she adds some comedic relief. Mm-hmm. But that's a really good movie, too. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, Tim Roth, he played Hopper. Mm-hmm. 
in this movie. And he's also been in Selma, The Hateful Eight, Grace of Monaco, and The Padre. He's also in Reservoir Dogs. He stars in a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So a lot of the actors um, that were in this movie have been on TV series. Mm -hmm. And that was a lot of what I had found. Yeah. So James... Ransom? Okay. Ransoni? <laughs> Again with the last names. We, yeah. We're <laughs> awful with them. He was Vaughn Cardigan. Did you notice his full name was Cleavon? No. Cleavon. Dude. <laughs> Look at this. I'm, I'm reading it. Vaughn Cardigan. Vaughn Cardigan. And all I can think of is a sweater. Yes. <laughs> he has been in a lot of TV series, such as 50 States of Fright, Dead Wax, The First, Seal Team, Mosaic, and Bosch. He also played Eddie Kasbrack in the new It reboot. I almost said IT again. I know. When you're reading it, you it's read like... You read it, it's like IT. Oh, no, that's It. Yeah, the scary Stephen King movies, they remade them. There's a It's like a two-part movie type thing, and he plays the grown Eddie character. And he was really good. He was really good. I kept... When we were watching Mr. Right, I'm watching it like... I know that guy. Where is that guy? So I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, yeah. he was Eddie in the new It movies. Gotcha. Hmm. Can I talk about Anson Mount? Yes. Okay, so Anson Mount plays Richard Cardigan. I know he's been in a lot of TV series, Star yes. Trek. He was on Hell on Wheels. Did you ever see Hell on Wheels? No. Okay. But I feel like you've mentioned it or something. Uh, okay, so something weird happened with Hell on Wheels. This is way back. I think it was like 2011, 2012. It came out, and there was like... The first season came out, and I can't remember if it was TNT or TBS, one of those uh, networks, and it was such a good show, and I'm like, man, I really like the show. Anson Mount played the main character. It was about the railroad and okay. how the railroad was expanding west, and it just followed all these different people. The show was so good, and I loved him in that show, but then something happened, and the show like went away for a year I don't know it seemed like I thought it had been canceled but then all of a sudden it kind of popped back up but I never watched the other seasons because I had kind of gotten out of it out of it and now, lost they, track of it did they have the same like people cast they did but I mean I didn't even I, yeah. I don't know it was like all of a sudden the show was back on I'm like wait when did that happen and you know something else that happened with um the sun you know, with Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Something weird happened where they, I guess they canceled it, but then they had to have a wrap-up, and then it came back on, and it was, like, super, it was just odd. Yeah. I don't know how sometimes things go in the world of TV, but anyway, Anson Mount was in that, was in that, and he did a really good job. Yeah, that's interesting. The guy who played Johnny Moon... The teeth. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say the teeth bothered the teeth, me. Some two, gold teeth. He had some, but then it like it looked like he had two silver teeth on either side of his mouth. It was like you've got your front teeth, but then the side teeth were silver, and it was really strange. But his name is Michael Eklund, and he was also in a lot of TV series. Yes. Yeah. Um, Van Helsing. Mm -hmm. The Twilight Zone, Winona Earp, which I feel like I've heard of, but mm -hmm. I never watched. Cold Pursuit and West of Hill. Cold Pursuit sounds really familiar. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't, I'm awful with actors, and so this is typically your segment. <laughs> but I, I didn't recognize a lot of these. 
But again, I'm an old person. Well, I looked up Rizza because first the name is RZA, and of course I'm thinking, okay, We're is it RZA this. or do you pronounce it as Rizza? Well, it's pronounced Rizza. He played Shotgun Steve, but he's from the Wu Tang Clan. Really? Yes. And so when, and I'm looking at your notes, you said that he was actually a writer for a ton of TV series episodes, which was super cool. Yeah. I love Ozark. I've only watched the first season of Ozark, but that's a really good series with Jason Bateman and uh, Laura Linney. That was just pretty interesting to me. I don't know if he was also on Ozark, but yeah, he's from the Wu-Tang Clan. That's that's super cool. Yeah. But yeah, something else that he was a writer of was the murder, or it was Unsolved, the murders of Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G., which I watched. Mm -hmm. I feel so bad. You know, I can't stick with series a a lot of the time. And I got to maybe like episode six or seven and Uh dropped it. But it was such a good series. And I think I just got distracted or something because I really enjoyed that series. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the other actors and actresses that were also in this, but that didn't necessarily have like huge roles. Right. Were Katie Nahara. Nara. Nara. <laughs> Again. Again. No idea. <laughs> um, Jaden Kane, Douglas M. Griffin, Louis De Silva Jr. That name sounds familiar. It does. Yeah, that name sounds really familiar. It does. Continue. Realizing how bad my keyboard stuck. Garrett, I don't know. Yeah, Kruthoff. Kruthoff? Kruthoff. Christopher Matthew Cook and Ross Gallo. Gallo? Gallo? That name sounds familiar. It does. Yeah. It does. Okay, after our little actor segment, we'll give you kind of the Mm storyline. After going through a painful breakup, Anna Kendrick, who plays Martha, yes, meets a man who appears to be perfect for her. However, as their relationship develops, she learns that he is a former hitman. And let me stop you right there. Their relationship develops in the course of like two days. It does. It's hilarious. They <laughs> so meet in funny. like a convenience store. Yeah. It is great. And again, they're so quirky, but yeah. like they have such a good chemistry in this movie. And I think, I thought I put it in here, but yeah, Chicago Times said that the chemistry between Rockwell and Kendrick drives the movie. It does. I completely agree. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I interrupted your storyline. No, it completely does, though. Yeah. Their new but genuine relationship is tested even further as they try to save each other from his dark past, which has come back to haunt him. Yeah, hijinks ensue. Yes. He (laughs) has, like, several different groups coming after him. Yeah, because the whole premise of the movie is he was a former hitman, but now, instead of killing the hire killing the people that he was hired to kill he kills the people who hired him yes that sounded strange it, coming out it does <laughs> but like so basically he's turned his life around right and so his murder is wrong murder is wrong <laughs> yeah he's going to kill those that have hired, hired him, him to kill people it is <laughs> super crazy but like he feels like he's a changed man and you feel like he's vindicated in what he does he, yeah movies always have a way of Making you root for the immoral person. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. There's so many movies where I'm like, yes, that's the bad person. Let's go for him. Yes. 
Anna Kendrick described the movie as a romantic comedy where the two leads start killing people. Yes. So there is a lot of violence in this movie. Like we had mentioned before, <laughs> I just completely forgot about how much... All I could remember was how quirky and cute it was and yeah. how super sleepy sexy it was. Because Sam Rockwell, whoo-wee. I'm telling you. Like, like him, this movie made it for yeah, him. Yeah, and him and Anna Kendrick, they do. They have such a nice cool chemistry like quirky and funny and just mm-hmm. sweet because he calls her baby and honey and it's just like oh, monster monster hey monster <laughs> there's a scene though when they're holding hands and he pulls her hand up like to his chest as they're walking and i'm like oh that's my so heart sweet. that's so sweet so sweet i was interested by the box office information yeah, for this movie yeah okay so the budget was eight million dollars for this movie mm-hmm Opening weekend in the U.S., though, only brought in a little over 25000 That's so crazy to me. Like, I guess it just completely tanked. I, I'm assuming. So, the gross USA, mm-hmm. it was around 34600 mm-hmm. Worldwide, it still only brought in 607000 yeah. yeah, I don't... I don't really understand. I don't either. I don't know what happened. Just to have such a, you know, you would think, well, if it's a low-budget movie, then there's not much writing on it. They don't have to worry. Yeah. But I don't know what happened with that movie. That was $8 million, and they only, they, that was Yeah, bad. they did. They lost a lot of money on that movie. But, I mean, maybe it has a cult following now, hopefully, because I really enjoyed it. I yeah. really thought it was cute and funny. Maybe it's the violence or the fact that they're killing people. And, you know, I... There's always something to be said about, you know, graphic violence on TV, but again, it's like, this is make-believe. It's not it's, really... It's really kind of a cutesy action. Yeah. Like, it's... it's yeah. He's like, are you, are you mad because I killed that guy? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's wrong? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I wouldn't see it as, like, super... Vi- I mean, maybe it's me. I don't see it as super violent. Yeah, there's people dying. <laughs> I killed that guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, the movie was filmed in New Orleans, which I love. I did, too. I, I'm dying to go to New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans is amazing. Ugh. It's so awesome. But I had forgotten how much they used the city in the movie. I didn't realize that they they discussed it like they mm-hmm. did. Because at one point, I think he says, yeah, we're in New Orleans. Let's get some gumbo and that yeah. sort of thing. So I thought that was interesting. And it looks like they tried to highlight some, like, local places that might be really in New Orleans. I yeah. don't know. So I thought that was that was cool. I want to talk about something that I found, because I couldn't really find a lot of fun facts about this movie. Mm-hmm. Anna and Sam actually worked together previously on this indie movie called Digging for Fire. So Digging for Fire starred Jake Johnson, who you would know as Nick Miller from New Girl. <gasps> Yes, and he actually wrote the movie with Joe Swanberg, so we need to watch this movie. Uh, maybe that's an upcoming episode. It also has Brie Larson and Orlando Bloom. Yes, yeah, and you I, already won me over. I know, I right? Yeah. I think the movie came out around the time that this movie came out, so huh. they had already. I don't know what capacity their characters interact in in that movie, but yeah, just something a little interesting there, a little fun fact. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about 
some of the funny scenes. We don't want to give everything away, of course, no. but we want to talk about some some funny stuff. I feel that, like in the beginning of this movie, like the one liners were hilarious. The one liners were hilarious. So, oh my gosh, you do yours because okay, I think, I think we'll probably have some of the same. So in the beginning of the movie, we they open up to Anna Kendrick's uh, Martha, the character. Her boyfriend is cheating on her, and it's quite blatant. Like, she catches... She's waiting at their house or whatever. She was waiting at the house for him, and so there's a scene where she's taking all of these selfies. She's all dolled up. She's got on her little lingerie, and she's trying... I don't even know why she's taking selfies. Like, was she going to send them to him? She or? was. Okay. Like, she was going to send him a, um, a sexy picture. So, how many pictures have you taken? Like, when you're trying to send the sexy selfies, like, how many pictures does it take to get it right? Because she went, she kept going and going, and we're thinking, same. And then she's like, <laughs> my boobs look like a butt. And she's like, why does that look like a butt? Do my boobs look like a butt? <laughs> her boyfriend cheats on her. She leaves him. And she lives, I guess she lives with a roommate or two yeah. roommates. So she's in the closet drunk and her roommates come in and the girl goes, oh no, she's doing drunk closet. She's regressed <laughs> back to college. <laughs> they open the door and she's in the closet and she's, she's getting upset and she's like, I feel assumptions from you. <laughs> so the roommate's like, you've got to get her to the other one, to the other girl. And she's like, I'm not touching her. She seems sticky. <laughs> thinking how many not that we've been in that situation a lot of times but I feel like there's a couple of situations that come to mind where I think yeah <laughs> I'm not touching her she seems sticky yeah. having to take care of that drunk girlfriend oh my god oh man and sometimes that could have been me <laughs> I might have been the drunk girlfriend <laughs> and then later one of her quotes that I love because she's talking about wanting to go out and do something crazy and then she's just like I want to do something terrible. I just want to do something terrible. And I think, again, how many times where you're like, I really want to go out and do something terrible. Lord, I still say that. I still say that. She's lamenting the fact that she can't find a decent guy. And she's just, what am I, Suckball McGee? Her roommate takes her to the pet shelter that she works in. Mm-hmm. All the cats are going crazy, and Martha is like, well, is this always like this? And she said, no, they're usually pretty calm. It's just your presence. (laughs) And she says how she likes this one cat, and the roommate says, no, that's Hannibal. He's like a terrible cat. Don't mess with him. And she's like, it's a metaphor. I have to touch him. I have to face my fears. Well, of course, the cat scratches them. Freaks out. The roommate gets the most of it, and she says, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. It it pissed right in your face. <laughs> Is that like a, a defense mechanism? Pissing right in your face? I love how the roommate's like, that was never a metaphor. <laughs> it wasn't a metaphor. It would be like handling my cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't Bill. be good. <laughs> she first meets Francis in the convenience store. Something that was really funny to me she she kind of runs into him and she knocks over a bunch of condoms like a huge mm-hmm. display of condoms and he grabs all the condoms and he says well that's a lot of condoms enough condoms to choke a goat <laughs> i don't know why i said that I don't know. <laughs> oh man so i love the next one that you have oh uh no i'm not mad i think i'm crazy <laughs> 
How many times, Alita? <laughs> Dude. I'm like, this is my life right here. <laughs> I have one that I noticed that you don't have, and mm-hmm. it was, I don't know what I'm doing generally. <laughs> I'm like, same. Same. That is every day that of my life. That is my life. life. <laughs> I told somebody the other day, like, I can't handle the responsibility. There needs to be another adult, a more adulter adult or adultier adult. That was me. You told me that. <laughs> I told you that. And I'm like, same. Same. We I are mid-30s, and it's still like, you're looking around for an adult. Exactly. I need somebody else to I need handle somebody this. older and more mature. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't make that up. I know there there's a meme out there that says that, so don't think yeah. I, I'm taking that as my original, you know, uh, material. But, yeah. Same. same. <laughs> for real. And I guess she's supposed to be a paleontologist, I guess. I think so. she's always interested in dinosaurs. Yes. And talks about being a T-Rex. <laughs> I love the roommate when he when she's talking about Sam Rockwell's character oh, and yeah. she's like she brings him home and the roommate meets him. Yeah, and so the roommate's like, he seems fancy homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna talk about him. He seems fancy homeless. <laughs> so many good lines. So many good lines. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about when he's describing his past and how he was in the CIA and a ceiling collapsed on him and he, uh-huh. he's telling her that you know they said it was brain damage but you know doctors blah 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 <laughs> and then he chuckles <laughs> i don't know maybe it's the brain damage yeah, maybe <laughs> so those were all that i had okay so i had just a few others i love when she's talking to the roommate so is it Sophie? Sophia? I think it's Sophia or uh, Sophie. Yeah. Okay. So Anna Kendrick's talking to her and she says, I think I'm in love with him. Is that stupid? <laughs> and the roommate says, yes. Hard yes. Hard yes. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> How many times? This is why we love this movie because it reminds us so much of things that have happened in our lives. That's my 20s. <laughs> And earlier this year. (laughs) I think I'm in love with him. Is that stupid? Yes. Yes. Hard yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I had to share the meme this week, you guys, of the Rona thing. It was, like, one of the first signs of um, corona is a lack of taste. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Lack of taste in men. It describes my choices. My relationship choices. The Rona from like 20 to now. (laughs) (laughs) Getting kind of. Oh my goodness. So I also love, and it was like in the very beginning of the movie and at the end, (laughs) where she's like, I'm a T-Rex. I'm invincible. (laughs) She always wanted to be a T-Rex. She did. Oh, and I love her, you know, people just want to put labels on things. What is a dinosaur if not a dragon or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. A dinosaur is just a dragon. <laughs> so one exchange too between Sam Rockwell and the roommate. I never can get the character's name. No, right. so I I'm think like it's Sam Sophie Rockwell. or Sophia. Yeah. Or, yeah. But he was like, I'm going to shoot you in the armpit. <laughs> and he turns back to her. He's like, I would never shoot her. And then he turns around to her again. I'm going to shoot you in the eye. And he turns back to Anna. I would never shoot her in the eye. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 
It's just so crazy. It I is, love this it's movie. It's such a quirky, cute movie. Guys, check it out. It's really funny. It's really sweet. And, you know, it's it's a movie I feel like you can watch with your significant other because there is so much action. But, I mean, I like action movies yeah. anyway. So, I mean, you might just, uh, I hope that wasn't like a stereotypical I just feel like it kind of yeah. it kind of has like several different genres in yeah, it. Yeah, it has a little bit of everything. If you like Tim Roth, Tim Roth is in it. If you like Quentin Tarantino movies, yeah. you know. I do want to point out a couple of the really good songs that were in the movie. Dear Future Husband by Megan Trainer. That was a song that was playing at um, mm-hmm. around beginning it was she was cooking i think she was cooking Mm -hmm. and then just my type by saint motel so listening to the lyrics for the first time i guess it says you've got a pulse and you are breathing you're just my type (laughs) (laughs) oldie but goodie spirit in the sky by norman greenbaum Mm -hmm. i love that song so friend is there anything else you want to add i think i'm good okay guys stay safe be careful bye Thank you.